You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hey, everybody. This is your hostess, Lakeisha Mazer, and welcome to the Business Basics Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to bring more to your Q4. Now, what is your priority going into the fourth quarter of the year? That was the title of a subject line that was in an email I received. The email had some enlightening things on how to make fourth quarter the most productive, especially if your prior three quarters haven't been what you've expected. I found that I related to this email, so I consumed this empowering content to find out more. And since sharing is caring audience, I'm revealing, be as strong a finisher as you are a starter. Now, the first point that I saw in the email was assess what's working and what's not. And it had the delicious little blurb of, Of course, you want to capitalize on the processes that have worked while identifying the gaps that have deterred your business growth. And yes, it is hard to admit mistakes sometimes. And yes, it is easy to ignore them. But if you are doing the same thing, it will only yield the same results. I do believe that's called insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Now, of course, this does include both the effective and ineffective actions. And you know, since now it's quarter four, time is never really on our side at that moment if we're not pivoting to make those changes quickly. So we need to streamline, simplify, and take that action. Now, that little note actually drove home a really good point. I instantly thought to my transitioning to growing my life insurance book of business into my employee retention tax credit business. And I spent a lot of marketing dollars to reach out to people that had filled out a request for life insurance information. And whether it was general information, because you know, they didn't know the importance of life insurance or just to receive a life insurance quote. Either way, they filled out the form and I found myself struggling a little bit to pick up the phone. So I quickly pivoted to maybe it would be easier to purchase a dialer for myself, you know, so I would make more calls. And that lasted about two months. (laughs) And I was very confused. I had used a dialer before, but this particular time for using the dialer for growing this particular book of business was actually difficult for me. And so I decided to quickly pivot and hired some virtual assistants to make those calls for me, which was super great. It was very exciting. 
I had lots of appointments, hence streamlining, uh, set for me already. Because, you know, if I just kept going at the rate I was with a dialer, me using a dialer, or even hand dialing the phone, it just wouldn't have worked for me. And, you know, there would have been no growth in that book. So every time I made a pivot, I kept track of the data. And that is actually what yielded me when to pivot and when to stick it out. You got to keep a point of data of whatever plan that you are striving for just to make sure it works. And then you've, of course, you've got to quickly take action on if it's working and hello, (laughs) stop it if it isn't. Now, point two I saw in the email was add value rather than discounts. And the premise behind that particular point was most businesses gravitate toward offering endless sales. Like every week is a sale or a discount or a coupon just to keep their sales up. Now we see this with big corporations. However, as a small business owner, this can actually devalue your brand. And of course, it's going to cut into your profits. I mean, if you're buying from vendors and manufacturers, it's definitely going to cut into your profits. So your solution in this is to lead with value as you should in everything you do, whether it's a product or service. And convey how you change your customer's life. You know, what is in it for them? What is that outcome that they've always wanted? And while purchasing from you or working with you, it's going to get them in that next state of how they would like to be. And when you do that, that is changing your customer's life. So have them buy it at full price and bundle with another product that they don't expect. That way it rewards them with a discount or a special gift that shows your appreciation, but you're getting the main full value of the full price of what you were originally offering. Our discounts that we receive, well, they do tend to anchor our loyalty to a brand. And then there was point three, Oh, I loved point three. Create a marketing calendar. Now the premise behind this, organize simple strategies and tactics, including email marketing, social media marketing, website updates, blogs, videos, and attending your networking events. So your bottom line on this is it's going to give you a roadmap that you can easily follow and implement. And your added bonus audience is doing it ahead of time prevents you from scrambling each day to execute the tactics. Now, of course, don't try to do everything at the same time. Only campaigns you have been successful with stick to what you know right now. Now, I could deep dive on this just alone and probably will be a future episode on the marketing calendar. And if you are not using a marketing calendar, well, you absolutely should. 
And if you are an avid listener of the Business Basics podcast, I know what you're thinking. And yes, we already did the episodes of Confessions of a Calendar Overachiever. And this marketing calendar is not the same. It is not the same at all. This is one of those mainstream calendars you need to have in your business, all right? (laughs) Now, having this marketing calendar is such a game changer. And this is one of my little soapbox passion buttons because it tells your dollars where to go. And I'm sure you know another person that he is a stickler for telling your dollars where to go. So I will bear that statement. It tells your dollars where to go. It lets you know what activities you can pull off or should pull off, as well as what activities are not working. Try to really assess how well your marketing calendar is performing. It's going to be pretty much data-driven. I'll tell you that right now not necessarily ROI-driven, because if it was ROI-driven, believe me, if your budget is not as big as you'd like it to be for marketing, you're going to feel a little anxious, going to feel a little panic. And we don't want you to have a scarcity mindset about your marketing budget, not at all. But you should definitely let most things run for about 90 days. 90 days is a really good gauge. Some things won't last 90 days, okay? That's why I said most things. (laughs) Like if you know you are just dropping money in a money pit, it's a money pit marketing campaign, and you know it's a money pit marketing campaign because it's keeping you up at night feeling like a money pit marketing campaign, then you need to stop marketing in that whatever it is, just, just stop. That is a trust your gut moment. Just move your money somewhere else. (laughs) But again, if you tell your money where it goes as it's in your marketing calendar and let's have an example, right? Okay. So as of recording this, September is considered life insurance awareness month. Okay. So then your marketing calendar is going to reflect that if you are a life insurance agent or better. As I'm recording this, the holidays are coming up. So this is it. This is your Q4 with all the holidays and all the parties. And if you have events that you're going to be marketing at, because when you're marketing, there's just so many different aspects, they need to be on this marketing calendar. And by having all this planned out, in a marketing calendar, you will not burn yourself out. You will not burn your staff out. You will not burn out your resources. And you can sustain everything that you need to execute with your great creativity. A step further on this is if you have bigger marketing goals, at least write them down. You may not be able to comfortably afford to execute the bigger ones, but still write them down and then just kind of pick the smaller ones that you can execute. You don't want to do everything at once, but sometimes that genius strikes. So at least write the idea down. 
Now, the last point that I saw in this email was up-level the entrepreneurial mindset. And once again, that was really good and timely for me. Um, And we are probably going to deep dive on that on another episode. Now, if you feel that the year has not gone according to plan and you are failing at achieving your business goals, then just stop because there is no failure in what you're doing, only learning experiences. And as long as you are learning from your mistakes and pivot into what's next, you're going to be okay. This negative energy, if you hold on to it, will prevent you from moving full force these last few months. And that is going to yield to a poor Q4. I mean, I can definitely attest to that right now. And I have a marketing calendar and I've had some things that my marketing calendar had me execute and didn't really hit the nail on the head because my marketing calendar tells me how much outreach I should be doing. And in my marketing outreach, how many applications, policies, legal plans, company accounts that I should be acquiring at each individual goal deadline. Because like I said, that stuff should be in your marketing calendar too. It's a little bit of sales goals mixed in there. So it's, it's not too bad. And as I said, transparency audience, I just didn't hit all of them. And I was kind of bummed. You know, I wasn't sure what happened. And sometimes audience, you know, it's just the customer sales cycle. Like in episode four, you have to understand the customer sales cycle. And it's not always you personally. There's just all these different things that you don't control. And that's probably the main thing to always remember that there's lots of things you just don't control. You do, however, control your reaction to them. And so even though I didn't hit what I wanted, I did have some really great learning experiences. And some of the learning experiences had some interesting financial costs associated with them, but still. I call it a financial investment. And also be about up-leveling yourself. Never underestimate the power that a positive and confident mindset will have on your success. Celebrate even the smallest wins every day. And what do I mean about small wins? Well, who doesn't love a celebration, right? Celebrations are awesome. So, hey, I know some sales teams, they like to celebrate with a gong. And for the beginner business owner, I don't want to leave you out. Even if you finally decided that you were going to get up and moving on your business by simply coming down the stairs and opening the door to your office to sit in your office chair and make a marketing calendar or some other piece of content, or even just replying to an opportunity email, you are winning. 
that is a small win. And I know you guys have heard about the whole concept of the compound effect. It's just that one and that one and that one, you know, you get 1% better every day and they just all add up. So celebrate the small wins. It's good for your morale overall and you'll get more done. So it's a confidence booster. Have accountability community or a mentor to help you stay on track. Now, the most successful people, of course, they do have an active, diverse, accessible support team to rely on, whether it's professionally, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, okay? Owning a business, or even several, is not for the faint of heart. It really isn't. You know, you don't need to know everything, just some basics. In closing. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you don't finish as strong as you start, your Q4 will be poor. It can be an overlooked business basic done more often than you think. All right. So no longer will your Q4 be in question. You will. Assess what's working and what's not. Add value rather than discounts. Create a marketing calendar and up-level your entrepreneurial mindset. So thank you for listening. And audience, here's my call to action. Subscribe to my show. I repeat, subscribe to my show. And here's my call to action. For the people that like extra credit on top of that, go ahead, check out my website, legalhelpforbiz.com to see how we're making a difference in the lives of others with our services. And I look forward to bringing you more overlooked business basics because once it's revealed, it cannot be concealed. Until next time, I'm your hostess, Lakeisha Mazur. Have a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.